Hello everyone and welcome to the WDW Main Street Podcast. This podcast is being brought to you by Elite Vacation Homes. If you need a home in the Central Florida area to visit Walt Disney World, Universal Studios, SeaWorld, or any of the other attractions in Central Florida, contact Elite Vacation Homes at EliteVacationHomes.com. show is also being brought to you by David's Vacation Club Rentals. If you want to try any of the DVC resorts for really, really good prices, staying at the Boardwalk, Old Key West, Polly, Grand Floridian, Saratoga Springs, any of the DVC resorts, contact David's at DVCByRequest.com. Show is also being brought to you by Scooter Vacations. If you need a scooter for anything in the Central Florida area, contact our friends at Scooter Vacations at scootervacations.com. And last but not least, if you need to book a trip anywhere in the world, and especially Walt Disney World, contact me at American Tourist Travel, and we will help you out with all your travel needs. So that's it, guys. We're going to hop on the train and head on over to the pub. Your attention, please. The Walt Disney World Railroad, now boarding for a scenic trip around the Magic Kingdom. Board. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the WDW Main Street Podcast. I'm joined by a drive-along again by our good buddy, John. How you doing, Johnny? Zoom, zoom, zoom. On the way to Disney World. Yep. I get you for, what, a half hour now? Uh, until about 1.50, so yeah, okay. 45 minutes. Okay, and then hopefully at break time, I'll get to have you finish up with me. Unlike last show, I had to finish by myself, and I haven't got much backlash for it, but we'll see, John. Yeah, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll just see what happens, right? Yeah, I don't know if anybody, even though it seems like I do, I don't know if they want to hear me continuously talk for 20 minutes, John, even though it does seem like that the whole show, but at least you do break me up here or there. I don't know. Maybe you should just record me going, ah, every once in a while, and then you can put it in there, and then you just ride, talk right over the top of it. Oh, uh, okay, like or, 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 or am I right, John? Am I right, John? I need your confirmation, <laughs> yeah. John. I need your yeah. confirmation. So, no. what's that? Now, Johnny, you disappeared already. You disappeared that quick, dude. Are you back? I, I don't get this. I don't get this. It's I have Verizon, and they're supposed to have the best coverage in the freaking entire country, and I can't drive from Bushnell to Orlando without the phone breaking up. No, it, it's sad, isn't it? And you probably have multiple really bars. Is. And I'm on the interstate. I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not even in the country anymore. I'm on the freaking interstate. I'm five miles from downtown Orlando. Mm. This is ridiculous. It really is. Well, I think what it, I think what the biggest problem is, there's so many people in the area, they don't have enough cell towers. And I think you're going through what I went through up here that I got in the fight with Verizon for because what they were doing is, remember how you used to have 4G and 3G? Yeah. Okay, now we went to 5 so what would happen was, is when the four would overload, they would kick you down to three for phone calls, which it didn't affect anything, John. But now that they're doing away with three and doing five, now there's not the 3G towers to take all that overload. Yeah, there's no backups. Yeah. Exactly. 
And, and but instead of them telling you the truth, which I had a fight for, like you wouldn't believe. My wife, believe it or not, John, I did like 37 phone calls to get my money back and to fight with them. I, I wore them down. My wife, it was over $800, John, and I got it all back. And <laughs> you just wore them out. They finally were like, okay, we've had enough. Okay, all right. Yep. And I was 100% right, John. They made me buy a new phone, convinced me that my phone was bad when it was the towers were bad. I knew what was going on. And I got the brand new phone. It was do- doing the same thing. Then they wanted to give me, like you, Wi Fi extenders and stuff in my house for the broadband. Yeah. I-, I never needed that before. Why am I needing it now? And now I got to hook that up and run that. What do I work for you? I, you know, it it got really bad, but I ended up getting my money back because my wife congratulated me at the end. She goes, I would have never had the will to fight as hard as you did for that money. <laughs> but I won, John, believe it or not. Good job. Good job. But anywho, we didn't win. Well, we won. We got pretty lucky. Uh, God bless everybody around here in New Jersey. You thought in, in Louisiana and everybody to get hit, hit by Ida. She was a real nasty one, wasn't she, John? Yeah, that looked like a terrible storm, and uh, here I am in Florida with going, okay, no hurricanes for us, so it was a little odd, you know? Yeah. yeah. Dude, we had whole towns with tornadoes, like Mulligan Hill, literally it's 15 minutes from us. I could drive there in 15 minutes, and that's where the tornado cut through, so, and and we had storms here, don't get me wrong, being that close. We had winds and rain and all, we got a lot of water, but... We didn't get anything like them. I mean, literally houses ripped in half from these tornadoes. And then we had floods in Philadelphia. Like, you, John, when you stayed in Philly, did you ever go down the Vine Street Expressway, how that goes underground, kind of? Yes, yes, yeah, yeah. That was completely flooded all the way up to the bridge, John. Oh, nasty, nasty, nasty. And, and the thing that cracks you up is, John, we pay these government officials to be the geniuses that they are, right? The day after the storm... The Monday after the storm, every the day after the storms went through, the Schuylkill River wasn't overflowed yet, but everybody was predicting it would. So instead of shutting the Schuylkill Expressway down right away because these are the people we pay, they wait to half the people now that are going to work because they're not told it's shut down, so they don't want to get in trouble for not showing up for work. So now they get on the Schuylkill Expressway and the Schuylkill River overflows, and now they're all being uh, cut off, cars being flooded, they're being cut off in the neighborhoods that nobody knows. And, and you know what a pain in the butt that is, John, when you're driving somewhere where you don't know and you get cut off into a residential neighborhood? Yes, yes. It's not the easiest thing in the world to find your way back, right? No, it's like I don't understand what our politicians are paid for in this country right now. All of them, period. Red, blue, pink, green. I don't think any of you is worth a nickel. And that's just my opinion right now. Because the, the decisions we ask them to make, they don't make the right ones 90% of the time anyway. Pretty much, pretty yeah. much. Politics but, is disgusting business. It really is. It's it is. Absolutely they don't, terrible. They don't care about us, John. They just care about lining their own pockets, 90% of them. And my, that's my opinion, and you can send the emails to Doug. But, no, it was scary, John. I mean, people lost their homes, and it, it, it's devastating. It was really – I mean, they're begging people now. The other thing is you got a lot of people going by. They want to take pictures of this people's problems, John. And, of course, you got to post it on social media. Uh, and it's so it's so disgusting. It's like leave these people. Alone. Don't go sightseeing somebody's house that got torn down. And the problem with it is, is where the neighborhoods are, John. 
it's kind of like it's a populated area, but they only have single lane roads that go in and out. So if all these gawkers are going there, the, the roads are backed up. Now the ambulance, the fire trucks, like construction companies, electric companies, they're all having problems getting in and out. And then also on the news, they begged all the people going to the shore because a lot of people take the back road to the shore. That's like a cut through to go to our sh local shore. They're asking people, please take the highways and go around. Don't go through here. Don't you know all these morons are still cutting through, stopping traffic? Of course, of course. It's all about me. It's all about I. You know, nobody cares about each other. Pretty much. It's a selfish, we're a selfish, selfish uh, country. Doug. Yeah. You didn't figure that out yet? <laughs> no, it's, it's sad. I, but we were scared, dude. We had tornado warnings right at our neighborhood. We were all downstairs, locked on the first floor, if you follow me. I was stuck glued to the TV, seeing if it shifted here or shifted there to run down the basement. You know what I mean? So it was scary. And I'm sure well, you... Glad, glad you all came through. Sound, hopefully all, all our listeners and all our friends, uh, nobody uh, had significant damage. So. No, because they got flooded all the way up through New York into New Hampshire. I mean, New York City had... Bu they had to save people on buses, John, like buses your size that were hit with uh yeah I, floods. I, saw that, I saw that one video of the water rolling down through the middle of uh the bus and i know exactly how that happens there's a when you leave the grand floridian believe it or not there's a puddle that can develop there and you pull through it and our our you know our our the front of our buses are set low to begin with because you don't you want people to not have to step step up to get into yeah and so they're set pretty low and i hit that puddle and the water will even just after an afternoon thunderstorm it'll come in um, because uh, there's a gap on the door there. So yeah. I can imagine that if you really got into some deep, deep water, boy, you'd have buckets coming in. So yeah, Plus those motors sit kind of low on them and the whole nine yards. It don't take much for the mufflers and everything else to be filled yeah. up with water. They're not designed to go through major water. Um, so, I mean, no, it was scary. It was a scary, scary week. So hopefully everybody, New Orleans, those poor people, got displaced the new orleans saints now are playing in jacksonville this week uh, you know so that's sad yeah tulane uh, had to play in oklahoma and then, then they almost beat oklahoma so <laughs> but yeah. yeah that was a hell of a game yeah yeah it was and and oklahoma actually the, the uh they did the good sportsman uh like thing they painted the uh tulane logo on their field because it's supposed to be it was supposed to be a, a home game for tulane yeah, but Tulane actually took it a little too far and almost beat the Suns again. So. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm sure that gave them a little extra uh, PP and vinegar to play that game. You know what I'm saying? There you go. There yeah, you go. pumped them up. Tell you what, did you see my Nittany Lions and uh, and Wisconsin game, or did you see anything about that? What a deep! I, I saw no games whatsoever except I watched the Gators uh, at three o'clock this morning. Other than that, uh, and I saw ESPN, uh, you know, the uh, college game day final. But yeah. I didn't see the Nittany Lions. So. Dude, I love that game. That was some old school, like 70s Pittsburgh Steelers versus the uh, the fearsome force. I mean, the fearsome forces uh, versus the flex defense of the Cal. You know what I mean? Old school Chicago Bear. They were just like the defenses were beating the living crap out of each other in that game. It was a really slow. It ended up 16 to 10 Penn State. They won. It was it was good old fashioned defense, John. 
Yeah, slugfest, huh? Yeah, it was nice to see because Wisconsin, man, they have a over the past 20, 30 years, they're the only two defenses that are rated higher than them in those amount of years is Alabama and Ohio State. That's how good they are in defense over the years. They're consistently oh, yeah. good. Yeah, Wisconsin traditionally has a good defense. So. And the other one is Iowa. No matter whenever we play the Hawkeyes, dude, it's like that is a corn-fed, kick-your-butt kind of community when you play in, in uh, Iowa. You know what I'm saying, Johnny? Yep, yep. But, yeah, that was uh, it was good. How'd your Gators do, John? Uh, they, uh, their they easiest game thing. of the year, right? What's that? Is that? Was that their easiest opponent of the year, I think? Uh, USF next week, maybe USF. Did. They look terrible. Uh, that's the uh, team out of Tampa, the South Florida Bulls. Yeah, they, they were they were playing good but, for a while though. UCF. They were rated there one year, a couple years. Well, weren't U- they? UCF is the Orlando team, and they're actually pretty decent. Okay. Uh, they, they, yeah, USF. Oh, okay. Uh, about yeah, about 15 years ago, they had a nice run. Uh, that's when um, um, Charlie Strong was the uh, head coach there. And he actually had him uh, poised. At one time, they made it, I think, all the way up to number four or number two in the rankings. And okay. so they actually looked legitimate and as a real team. But uh, since then, they have really went downhill. And so, and this year, they just look atrocious. Uh, so we play them next week, so it doesn't look very good. Uh, or they don't look very good. So I, I, I should see a, a butt kick in next week. But, yeah, the Gators looked yeah, uh, really good yesterday. And then the new uh, – uh, the backup quarterback, uh, Anthony Richardson, he looks really, really good. Uh, he's a, a big, tall, 6'4", 237, and uh, just a phenomenal athlete and super fast. So so how bad did you kill them yesterday? Uh, it was 35-14. to 14. Yeah. A couple of t- we, they, they allowed them to have a couple of touchdowns in garbage time. Um, yeah, when you so. brought in your backups. I, I turned it yeah. off. Last time I seen it was 21 nothing. Yeah. So yeah. I knew you didn't have a problem. Yeah, and the, well, and the uh, the backup quarterback, you're going to hear his name. Um, like I said, Anthony Richardson. He's number 15, and so of course he's already got the nickname AR15. So, <laughs> oh Lord have mercy, that oh, didn't take gee. long. No, so. but uh, I'm looking forward to uh, maybe the Nittany Lions and the Florida Gators in the national championship. What do you think, John? <laughs> The way Alabama looked yesterday, there's uh, we might just give uh, Alabama the national championship and let everybody else play for anything else because Dude, I, it, it, it's not even fair. <laughs> it really I, I, isn't. For some reason, Alabama players look like 28-year-old NFL players, <laughs> and every other one has boys on their team, like young men, 20 years old, 21. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I, I realize you can't legitimately do it, but I would love to see uh, Alabama team just play a professional football team and see if they could actually beat them. I'm pretty sure they actually could beat some of them. They're, they're, I mean, they have to. I mean, it would, just... I hear what you're saying. It would come very close, but I will tell you this. You're right. The only difference is a 28-year-old man compared to a 19- or 20-year-old kid, even though they're big, they're still not – no, yeah, they're they're they're, they're they're gonna get stomped on because the old veteran knows how to, and they're still in shape. They'll know how to. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's like when your son becomes eighteen, you're twenty-eight. Like the godson or what? My godson's thinking they're they're something, and they're bigger than me, but they still got no. They got taught what for, if you understand what I'm saying. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but I get what you're saying. They would come real close, real close. But I think the offensive and defensive lines in the NFL would would hurt somebody. Yeah. 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 I know, and I and I know it can never happen. But good God, it, it's like 
uh, it's not even fair them playing the rest of the college teams. You no. know, I mean, it, it's not competitive. Well, it comes down to four or five teams. Ohio's there's usually a couple other teams that, and that's it. So we shall see. But this part of the podcast is part. This portion of the podcast is brought to you by the Adventures of Carmen and Brian. Head over to YouTube and YouTube and check them out. Right, Johnny? Absolutely. They love the sports. So, but uh, now I'm excited about the football season. Now, Pat. He called us up crying and moaning, I'm not going to be able to make it on Tuesday. So I'm all sitting there thinking I'm good to go because he picked after me. My buddy Johnny takes care of me every year. I either pick 12, 13, or 14 every season. Thank you, Johnny. You're good to me in our fantasy football league. You do know that, right? You know, that's the, that's one of the – actually, that's the best places to pick. That, that number one spot I had last year, that was horrible. So – but you want to know something? And this is the God's honest truth. If you listen to fantasy football podcasts, like Fantasy Football Focus, it's, they're the ones that do the Sunday show and all that. Do you know that it says 60% of the time the person that picks first has the best chance? 60% of the time the first pick person wins the, their leagues. Believe that yeah, or not. I, I, I took Christian McCaffrey last year, and I was done. And I mean, because uh, he got hurt right away, and that kill you. my entire season just went right down to crapper. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, it kills you right away. If your number one pick gets hurt, you're if it, done. So, yeah, pretty you don't much. pick again until, what, 25? <laughs> so. Yeah, but then you end up, those top five running backs are usually different than other, but I, I like Austin Eckler. Everybody knows this. I'm like, I got the Austin Eckler Number one fan T-shirt. I've had him every year in the league, and don't you know? I'm thinking Pat ain't there. I picked Jonathan Taylor first because I I like him a lot with my first pick, and I'm like I'm gonna get Austin Eckler. By the way, everything is looking. Don't you know that jerk Pat popped in and actually grabbed Austin Eckler on me, John? He's a sneaky one, isn't he? Yeah, somebody I can't draft. He was not on auto pick. He drafted Austin Eckler and snaked him from me. Because if he didn't, if he would have auto picked, Austin Eckler wasn't the next pick. If you follow me, Johnny. Yeah. No, unless he'd set it up or something. But yeah, I, I think he was uh, picking. Either way, I think the Austin Eckler snatching was just to rub it in my face. To take the flat football, rub it in my snout. <laughs> that's what I'm thinking, and and that's what that's what those Mickey dudes do to you, John. There you go. So, but now we're gonna have a good season, everybody. Uh, all of our buddies are on there again for another uh, nice season, John. Yeah, yeah, looking forward to it. And uh, uh, you know, the other fantasy sports are fun, but football is the by far the best. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> And, it, and it's by far the easiest to keep track of. You know, I mean, there's there's one, two days a week where you can make trades and then set your team up and you're good to go. The other ones you have to constantly stay on top of to even have a chance. Well, I, I truly think Tommy Lee, had, I think he got the best team. I think he he's the team I'm scared the most of. So, And I'm predicting here, so, I, I said, I think Tommy Lee has the best team out of the draft i think he had overall i think tommy had the best team and if he loses he did a horrible job managing that's all i'm saying john yeah 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 you tell him you tell him yeah tommy did a great job so it's it's up to him it's his it's his championship to lose john is my opinion (laughs) Uh, doug's putting the pressure on him yeah he did great and we had all it was nice it was a good time and then i did another one uh two days after that i mean i've done another one a couple days before that so i have three leagues john yeah, I've got another one. I think they draft tomorrow, so I think I can. Uh, I think either that or tonight. Uh, if it's tonight, I won't be. I'll, 
I'll be doing Doug's favorite and auto pick, but uh, if it's tomorrow, I can actually draft. So. Well, if it's tonight and you want me to sign in for you, I'll draft for you. Yeah, maybe I'll let you do that. <laughs> I'll, I'll check and see what day it is. Yeah, why not? Because yeah. it'd be better than auto picks. Yeah, I'll draft for you, but no, I, I'm I'm excited. I got my buddies. All everybody's excited about my existing league, uh, my 30-year league, John. I got a league that we started in 1991. This is our 30th year of our dynasty league, John. Yeah, that's really impressive. Yep, and six of the guys. Well, I'm not five of the guys are original, or four of the guys are original from the very first year, but the other two came in 28 years ago. So I can call six original, don't you think, John? You know, and I'm, I'm, I'm envisioning Doug 30 years ago. I see a mullet. He's got a pencil behind his ear. He comes in with these big old stack of magazines and books to whatever bar they were drafting in. Yeah, yeah that's how it looked, right? Uh, well, you're close. I did have the mullet, and I rocked it. <laughs> I looked great in it. But I was telling my wife today, because we were talking about it, because I'm the commissioner. I was finishing up a couple of things. Me and my buddy uh, uh, started this, Ron Nicholson. And I remember sitting at our little coffee table in my di- in my living room and drawing up all the rules for this Dynasty League. Because we wanted a league, and this is 30 years ago before Dynasty Leagues were popular. But we wanted a league where you drafted 28 players and you kept them all. Where this way you owned the team. It wasn't like every year you were repicking. Yeah. So if yeah. Michael Irvin got caught doing them drugs again, you dealt with it in the offseason. <laughs> we, yeah, we wanted to have it like that. So... Anyhow, or Art Sleister got start, you know, doing too much gambling. You know what I'm saying? John, that was your problem. But we we were drawing up the rules, and I still remember I told Brendan we bought the house here in 95. I, we have a newsstand down the street. I would literally keep score watching the highlights and write. I had a book with every team with pen and pencil in my room. I would dr- keep the score all day long on football Sundays. <laughs> I remembered him. I remembered him days, dude. I taped every Eagles game on the VCR. You know the good old days. <laughs> the VCR. Yep. Uh, yep. 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 But I love my football, Johnny. I'm so happy football's back. I can't even wait to see the stinking Cowboys play the dumb Tom Brady's. This. Oh, did I say that out loud? I can't wait to see the Cowboys in the box play Thursday, John. I, I think you mean the defending Super Bowl champions is what I, what you you meant to say pretty sure yes. that's uh, that's what you meant to say yes i i mean i did read articles of deflated footballs and vicks put on the football so the other team gets burning eyes or something like that but i'm not saying i, I don't know for uh-huh. sure uh-huh. yeah yeah all i know is he better throw a couple touchdowns to mike evans because i have him on a couple teams <laughs> so yeah, i got mike evans too so yeah. uh yeah 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 you better there you go but anywho let's get into what we're supposed to be talking about disney news and I, I'll just say this out loud. There was one, uh, my buddy, not my buddy, but my fellow grumpy guy over at, at uh, what, what, now I can't remember the name of the pie, Pete Warner over there. He's the only other one. Diz Unplugged. Diz Unplugged that has actually had a problem with the annual passes. I'm listening to all these other shows because I just got to listen to them. And I want to know, what is Disney paying you people? I mean, what are they doing for you? I mean, that you cannot call the truth the truth. Like, I got people arguing that it's not that big of a deal that they took the photo pass from you when you're paying $1,299 a year for your annual pass, John. Is, I mean, isn't that one of the things you like the most out of your annual pass, John? Well, the last time I had the annual pass, that's why. I had our annual pass was to use the photo pass. Uh, I mean, they, 
before that they didn't have it so they had added that in there i don't know why they took it back away but uh yeah i mean uh without that i really have no interest in whatsoever in having the photo pass i mean me and lisa's we had before the pandemic and stuff a good 30 percent of our enjoyment of being out at disney was running around getting pictures with the characters and getting pictures on rides and all that kind of silly crap yeah. Uh, because we're two kids, but without, and I'm not going to pay the ridiculous amount for the photo pass to do that. So yeah, I have no interest whatsoever. So no, and I know Judith and Tommy and and Ev- all our friends love the annual pass, the photo pass. Evan with his children, you know them, the kids. Yeah. Who wouldn't yeah. want it? You're, you're used to it. It's like why did twelve hundred some dollars, and you're still going to have to pay another ninety nine for that, and then ninety nine for the water parks too, John. The that was supposed to be the all included pass. Now it's not. Now they're even a la carte and the all-included pass. But the thing that really got me is I'm listening to, you know I love Mike over at BR Guest, and he was PO'd a little bit about the the photo pass going. But Ricky was defending and saying, well, if you do buy it, the good thing is only one of you in the family have to buy it. So, like, the rat, you, she wouldn't have to buy it for her husband. So that's that's the good thing, John. She could use it for the two of them if she only put it on her annual pass instead of adding it to his. How is that a good thing, John? Well, how in the world would that be separate? <laughs> what are you, you're going to have a – got a family of five and you're going to make everybody buy. Yeah, it's just <laughs> stupid. I don't think that's in the first place. That's never been the way. No. So, I mean, no. No. no, and then the other thing is her other reasoning was – Disney has not raised the annual passes since February of 2020, right before the pandemic. Well, the reason they didn't raise them, Ricky, is because there was a pandemic and most people couldn't even use their annual pass. Am I right, John? Yeah, well, it's kind of hard to raise the price on something when the, the product is not available. So <laughs> actually, they did true that. You remember uh, the prices went up on some of the uh, counter service food before yes. the park reopened. <laughs> so yes. They yeah. Did do it. So I guess maybe she has a point. They yeah. could have raised it. Yeah, sure. Why not? But you so, get my point. Yeah. She's like defending them saying, well, they haven't raised and usually they raise by this time. Like, like, can't you just say, hey, Disney, maybe you don't whack us over the head for this one. Like. You you were closed. How about you let us come back and pay for our tickets that we didn't get to use last year? Because even though some people got reimbursed, they didn't get reimbursed what they deserved, John. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I, Be- I really don't. Because there's a lot of people that continued it that didn't come back anyway because they couldn't get reservations into the parks then. You know, you know yep. what I'm saying? It was it was it, it was a whole crap show, and they're still raising. And the thing that gets me is people like Judith and Tommy, who we love dear, dearly, and Evan and all them, like all and Bob Danke, all these people that own whoever uh, Pat Janetti, all of our friends, even Pat is my friend. Like they all have annual passes, and well, they all have DVC. Did you see what they did with the DVC too? The how much that price went up? Yeah, yeah, quite a bit. I mean, it used to be $719 for annual pass holders, and now the minimum one is $899, John. And and then if you want your photo pass, there's another hundred. It went up with 300 bucks. That's a lot of money. Yeah, yeah, especially if you're buying four or five tickets. Yeah, I mean, and then if you go with the premium pass, which they used to go to, that they can't afford now, because they don't get their discount on that one now. Yep. You you don't get discounts on it. Plus you don't get you don't get like you don't get anything. Like they're giving you nothing that they used to give you. I mean, is there anything left that was given to you at all? Do you, uh, are they still know. giving do you, still you get, order? Do you still get merchandise discount? 
I'm not sure, John. I really, I'm not sure. I, th- I think, I think you might, but I, I don't think with all the passes now. Yeah. So, and then what? I mean, I truly believe this, and and I hate saying it, but I can see a hundred percent see them starting to charge. Well, if you want a preferred booking, so you could book like now, you could book your. How far out is it now? You could reserve your uh, your days, John. If you're, if, you're, if uh, I'm like it, here, 60? yeah. So I could honestly see them saying, if you want preferred booking to make sure you get in the Galaxy's Edge and all, if you pay this extra 10, 15, 20 per person, you could book 75 days out. Couldn't you see that happening, John? No, I really don't know. I, at this point, I don't, I don't. I wouldn't put anything past them. Exactly. I mean, I don't know why they don't charge like a premium bus pass. I mean, all this stuff. They just need Disney. You're losing money. I will say one thing, though. It is the biggest uproar I have seen over this in a long, long time. I mean, I'm hoping this is finally part of the barrel that gets pushed over the top of the hill. I really uh, do. I, I don't know. I, I, you know, there, there's a lot of upset people, but then there's, there's a lot of people, Doug, and I've seen some of them on Facebook that have posted – and this is who you should be going after. It's the people that have actually posted saying, "I'll be, I'll be happy to pay twice as much to go to Walt Disney World Park if it means half of the crowd is not there." And that's exactly what Disney is seeing, and that's exactly who they're catering to. Because well, if they can have half the amount of people in the park and still make as much money, of course they're going to do that. Of course. Yeah, they, but I, I still don't. So. I, I, I get that, but I don't see how that works for Disney because. Okay, you can have half as many people and charge more to get in, but you're not going to sell that the, that much merchandise. See, people, what Disney's going to find out, and I hope to God they do, people have an allotted amount of money. Like I used to talk about when Dennis went down, and I know a lot of people like this. You have your vacation fund, am I right? It's right. what you can afford. So, okay, you still want to go because you're addicted, but now you're charging me for parking. You're not going to get the money for a meal. I'm going to buy – I might go off property now and eat at Olive Garden. Because I don't want to, I, I don't have it to give to you anymore. Like people only have so much to spend. So if you're spending so much to get into the park, instead of eating it at Hollywood Brown Derby, now you're just going to grab over at Gertie's and get yourself a quick bite, or you're going to pack stuff. I hope to God everybody on the planet brings a hoagie into Disney and don't eat anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and it'll go back to the old rules and not allowing food in the parks. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, anyway, I, like I said, I'm surprised that they don't. I am surprised that Disney don't audit all of us, all of us big-time Disney fans. Audit us our salary and make it like a religion where we have to tide so much over to them to be even a part of the cult. Okay, Doug, you make this – you got to donate 20% of your salary is what you should be paying me for the joy of coming to my park. Just for saying you're a Disney fan. Yes, absolutely. Well, that's basically what – when uh, the uh, D23 fan club started, that's basically what it was. So. Yeah. There really was no benefits at all in the first first thing, and you paid, and you got a little certificate and mail that said I'm a fan. <laughs> That's all you got. Yeah, and as much of a Disney freak as I am, I looked at that and said, "Are you? In, uh, everything is in California. First of all, why the hell am I yes, doing this? Exactly. What am I, a moron? Like just just tell me I'm a moron. I would rather Disney say, "Listen, Disney fans, I know you're so stupid and dumb, and you're so loyal. You're gonna give us all your money anyway, so just give it to me. I would respect them more." If they said that, listen, dummy, give me another hunter because I deserve it because my name is Disney. There you go. So, uh, dude, I don't like this, though. Do you like this? 
The sneak peek at the Mickey mural inside the upcoming creation shop at Epcot. Do you like that? No, I haven't seen it yet. Dude, you gotta see it. It's kind of, uh, and you know I'm not into this new, I want my mouse gears back, Johnny. But, uh, this mural, it's, it's, it's like super duper modern kind of Mickey. It's, it's like weird. It doesn't fit the Mickey that I like, if you follow me, Johnny. Well, speaking of the Mickey that you like, you saw what bus I was driving yesterday. Awesome. That is, in, that is indeed the uh, Mickey that you like, the Mickey and Minnie, the traditional Mickey and Minnie, not the new Art Deco one from the from the current um, yeah. cartoon se- animated series out there. So, yes, it's the classic Mickey and Minnie. So. Dude, I wanted to hop on your ride. I was watching Street Outlaws, and they were racing cars when you sent me that, and I wanted to be in your ride more than their ride yesterday watching that bus. <laughs> So. Yeah, it's a it's a good looking bus. I'm hoping they do another one. Uh, for those who don't know what I'm talking about, go to my Twitter page and you can see it. But uh, or our Twitter page and you can see it. But um, uh, yeah, I drove the 50th anniversary bus yesterday and it has Mickey, Minnie, and their iridescent outfits on it. So it looks pretty good. I'm hoping they do another one because again, I want to celebrate Walt Disney World, not necessarily just Mickey and Minnie. So I would like to see one with the fo- the the icons from the parks on. It. You know, the Tree of Life, Spaceship mm. Earth, the Cinderella's Castle, that type of stuff. So I want to celebrate Walt Disney World, not necessarily um, the whole Disney Corporation. You know what I mean? Yeah, so. absolutely. And and the good thing was, I know, being said that wrapping on that bus, you got a newer bus yesterday, right? Yeah. It was one of the brand new good driving buses, huh? Oh, yeah. Any of the buses that are wrapped are usually they start with five zeros or 52, 51s, 52s. And uh, that's a 51. Yeah. So it means it's about four years old, three or four years old. So, yeah, well, I'm uh, I was happy to see that yesterday. Man, we uh, Brenda made uh, our her black bean burgers. We had some fresh uh, salads that were made we had a nice bonfire last night and you sent me those pictures i was watching my ipad with some race it was a, it was a good time john you made my night with that picture yesterday no yeah well, that's good yeah because that, that was about the highlight of my day because yeah. i got off at, <laughs> i got home at 2 30 in the morning no i gotta watch gator football when i got home but <laughs> yeah so. uh, my schedule is supposed to uh switch back around this week i think finally i have uh, popped up in the pool again um so starting tuesday or wednesday i'm back to mornings and and to eight nine o'clock as opposed to midnight and stuff like that so um hopefully i can uh do that and then next sunday hopefully you know is an eight o'clock until six o'clock type shift or something so we'll see Uh, plus you get a day off tomorrow so maybe you can rearrange your your hours uh, I can try. It's it's so hard to make trades. Nobody wants to work them evening shifts. Yeah. You know? Well, hopefully you can get some. Somebody wants a bite. Ah, uh, the Magic Kingdom in Frontierland has a new look of work, replacing the old. It says boardwalk here, but I'm saying old decking walkway that run along the buildings. All the wooden walkways that line the front of the buildings have been replaced or are in process of being replaced. Mostly, most notably, a couple of raised platforms have been built in areas previously home to large trees. And I noticed that. It looks sad. Yeah, the trees were an important part because you need some shade over there. So it's disappointing to see they get rid of some of the shade trees. It made it more homey, too, John. You know what I'm saying? Now yeah. you got these, I'm sorry, but these, these, uh, uh, decks uh, that they have out here, they look like they're done. For, uh, they're going to be for auctioneers or something out there. 
uh, while parades are not taking place at the Magic Kingdom, it certainly looks like Disney is preparing for future increasing viewing areas of and offering platforms ideal for kids to stand with a better view. So, unfortunately, new platforms come at the expense of some of the oak trees in that area that are provided that provided valuable shade. I mean, it looks horrible without the trees, John. I miss my trees. Yeah, and and, and uh, but. Uh, I don't know, and, and then there'll be parents that'll be happy that their kids can see the parade. So you know, I guess it's a it's a, a catch twenty two. Whatever situation. happened to Dad's shoulders? <laughs> uh, that happened to uh, let's see, uh, your uh, fan behind you that can't see because then there's a, a dad with a kid on the shoulders in front of you. So yeah. well, that's going to happen now here on the deck because you know what's going to happen is it's going to be. 15 kids that are six foot seven that are going to stand up there anyway you know yeah. that's the way it is uh living with the land boat ride finally reopened john man they were having some serious technical difficulties with that boat ride yeah yeah no, again it must have been a part that was hard to get or something like that and maybe one of the conveyors or something so I don't know. I haven't, I haven't talked to anybody from living with land so I really don't know what happened to it so. yeah it took it was closed for two weeks to fix this yeah they, 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 they didn't confirm what the nature was. Theories include with the water pumps and the fire suppression system was bad. Yeah. So, well, we shall see. Nobody knows, but it's a shame because with everything going on at Epcot, anything closes down. It kind of makes it, you know, you know, there's not much to go on. And that, well, and that's a big uh, people eater yes. while people are waiting for Thorin. So, you know, yeah. Yeah, all you would need is that and Spaceship Earth to go down and the whole day screwed, basically. <laughs> uh, Disney hours, Walt Disney World releases operating hours through November 13th, so if you want to make your park reservations, head on over. They've, they increased them all the way to November now. Well, uh, okay, so speaking of, Doug, if anybody has a free weekend or a chance to get down here through the month of September... And you can afford it, obviously, because it's uh, it's getting more and more expensive. It would be the pre just the absolute best time to co to go. I have not seen the parks this low uh, since I came back in November of last year. It is really, really, really slow. Um, and there's a there's a combination of a lot of different reasons, but number one, I think, is because of the Delta variant. People are really scared about that. Number two would be all the kids going back to school, going back to school, and then number three would be people are waiting until October 1st. If yes. you're, you're going to go on a trip, you're probably going October 15th or something. But, man, if you can go now and you're after riding rides, this would be the time to come because I, I saw pictures the other day in the middle of the afternoon of Main Street with, like, 10 people on it. Yeah. So. Well, I'm hoping people are trying to get mad at Bob and Bob. That's what I'm hoping. Yeah, we'll see even what happens on October 1st. I yeah, see a flood of people here. I think the first few months is going to go crazy because I have a few trips booked. But uh, Disney's Ratatouille preview previews continue, and my buddy John offered me, and I was so sad we couldn't come down. But I wish I could have, John. Yeah, yeah. I ended up somehow. I ended up winning this uh, backstage magic uh, contest to to take myself and three guests to uh, uh, the Ratatouille preview before it goes full bore. And of course, somehow I managed to schedule it on my day that I no longer have off. 
And so I tried to trade the day away, but I couldn't do it. So, and I can't call in sick. If I call in sick, of course, they're going to trigger that when I go into the park. Yeah. So I can't do that. So I'm not going to make it. And I explained it to Lisa. She got over it because she's got a new car. You know, no. she was able to uh, deal with it. So. Yeah. <laughs> so. It's just a shame that somebody wouldn't switch with you because you got that. I mean, yeah. I would have switched with you. Again, selfish, selfish people. Of all those bus drivers, not one person would step up and help you, a brother out. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I'm not going to complain because on uh, in other things, I've got uh, – I'm not going to trade a day. I mean, I, very unlikely if I have stuff to do on my day off, I'm not going to go out and – but I truly trade, believe, so. John, if somebody came to you, because I know you, and said, listen, John, I got family that wanted to see this, and I won this, and you know I don't get much. Could you please trade with me? I don't see you telling them no. Well, that's, that's the difference between that and, you know, talking – face to face to people and po- posted it on Facebook page. People on Facebook page are just going to go blow past it unless they're looking to trade that day. Yeah, so. well, I would look. I would help you out, John, if I could. I appreciate that. Uh, this stupid lightning lane has me so pissed off. But they got the lightning lane signage now up at a uh, Jungle Cruise. So, what you got to do is listen. If you own DVC and you buy the premium annual pass for twelve hundred and some dollars, you no longer get photo pass or whatever. But we're going to also help you out and charge you. $15 a shot to do the lightning lane. I'm here for you. <laughs> Walt Disney World 50th anniversary banners everywhere. How do they look, John? Uh, really pretty. Uh, yeah, I see them all over the Epcot. Um, so, yeah, yeah. It, and, of course, that's one of the things that you always hope you find it, like Cast Connection, after they come down. But they never do. I don't know what they do with all that stuff, but uh, it's hard to ever find anything like that. No, uh, well, you know why? I think Bob and Bob take it to their own personal warehouse, and then they sell it. They ain't going to give you that real money, John. <laughs> they, they take that stuff. Probably, honestly, a lot of it probably goes to the Disney Museum. Yeah, but, there, I mean, there's hundreds of these banners, you well, know, so. Well, I'm sure Bob and Bob have a little black market out the back of their house. They probably they probably sell it at Botu, the black market over there in uh, Star Wars in Galaxy's Edge. Maybe oh, they Black Spire Outpost. Yeah, yeah, right over there. Yeah. Yeah. I heard Bob and Bob have their own little booth. Uh, Magic Kingdom Main Street Clock gets a makeover. It gets a Golden Anniversary makeover, which I love that timepiece, the Citizen's timepiece at the front of the Magic Kingdom. Yeah, it's a very pretty clock. Yeah. Epcot 2020 gets its opening, John. It gets its opening date announcement. Disney has today announced Space 2020 will open on September 20th, 2021. That made sense, didn't it? Yeah, open on it the 20th? kind of does. Yeah. yeah. At Walt Disney World and Epcot. Uh, Space 2020 menu will feature two-course prefix menu for lunch and three-course prefix menu for dinner. I don't like that, John. I don't like prefix meals, do you? Uh, occasionally, actually, I had one in France the uh, last time I went to Chester, France, and it worked out pretty well. But that was all because there, there was stuff I would have ordered anyway, so that worked out. But otherwise, yeah, I don't like being locked into having to to try to eat what they want you to eat, you know. So. Yeah, and before somebody calls me a hypocrite, yeah, I don't like a la carte either, but I don't, <laughs> I don't at all. I prefer prefixed over. But my point is, when you when you have to eat that one specific thing yeah. that day, I don't. I don't like that. I like to have – I don't even need a lot. I like to have six choices on a menu. Is that not bad? Because I know all of them will be done perfectly. Am I wrong, Johnny? That's pretty much – yeah. yeah. That's, that's about the perfect point, especially for uh, 
Walt Disney World restaurants. They seem yeah. to run into issues when they have more than five or six options. So, uh, I mean, the place looks awesome. I want to eat in here just for the views because uh, looking down at, at Earth and the, all the, the the they have the uh, their own living with the land, but space featured if you with all their spices and stuff, which is. They're, what is that called, John? I can't even, they're greenhouse. They're space greenhouse is the word I was looking for. Okay, yeah, yeah. I'm looking forward to seeing that. So, so what do you got to go now, Johnny? At that, I've got to go. So, yeah, we will go. pick you so. up at break time. Text me and let All me right, know when your break I'll is. I'll you text in a little bit. All right, later, boss. Bye. You got it. All right, so Johnny came wandering back off the bus, and we're here to finish up another quick half hour to try to get this one in the bag, in the can, as the professionals say, John. Yeah, look at look at the amount of uh, scrimming and scrawling we have to do to get our shows in done. <laughs> yeah, but we're not dedicated. <laughs> yeah, yeah, well. We give Disney all this free advertisement for what, John? For what, buddy? Uh, what is this, John? The Florida Blue Lounge opens in Epcot, Norway, Pavilion as part of Food and Wine Festival. Have you seen this one yet? Yeah, I read through there, and actually it's for the Florida Blues, the uh, uh, Blue Cross and Blue Shield insurance company. And oh. so it looks like a lounge member for their – or a lounge for their members, kind of like the uh, – uh, what is it? The Chase uh, – is it Chase? Yeah, yeah Chase Lounge. Yeah. yeah, the Chase Lounge. Same thing. So, uh, But it only looks like during the Food and Wine Festival because as soon as Shoes opens back up, it'll be closed. So. All right, it opens daily from 12 to 6, which yeah, you got, I got Blue Cross Blue Shield. I'm just not in Florida. Uh, uh, the Blue Cross Blue Shield is open 12 to 6, offers complimentary snacks several times a day, fruit, yogurt, pretzels, vegetable. Anytime you get anything free on Disney property, you're doing something, don't you think, John? Yeah, actually, uh, the DVC lounge still gives away so- sodas and uh, snacks, so I'm kind of surprised every time I go in there. And I get a bag of pretzels. <laughs> John, quiet. Bob and Bob didn't hear this. You're going to get charged next time. Stop it. Uh, what is pull-through testing underway at Tron Light Cycle, John? You know what that is? Yeah, that looks like the testing vehicle for the uh, 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 for the roller coaster. So not the actual vehicle itself, but a, a machine robotic type of thing that they put on the track, run it through so they can test the clearances and all that type of stuff before they actually put the cars on there. So, so this it looks actually like a step in the uh, in the direction of actually getting it done is what it looks like. So this might actually open in 2022. I'm still skeptical, John. I think it open in 2022. I just don't know when. But mm-hmm. yeah, I think it open sometime that year. So. Yeah. The day before 2023. <laughs> <laughs> uh, crew continues new hardware setup for the magic new the Magic Kingdom's new nighttime show. You know what it. Disney Enhancement is Disney Enchantment. Enchantment. Uh, yeah, I I, yeah uh, it's going to be the new fireworks show. So hopefully, it, I don't know. I'd, uh, Happily Ever After never really grabbed me. I liked Wishes, and of course, we all liked Illumination. So these new shows have a lot to live up to. And uh, Happily Ever After never really grabbed me. I think I saw it one time, and uh, and I'm here every night, and I still haven't seen the Epcot Forever fireworks show. So. I don't. I might try to see it sometime this month before it closes at the end of September, but I don't even know if I'll bother. So. Yeah, well, with exactly with exactly one month until the debut of Disney Enchantment at the Magic Kingdom, installment crews are still working on the rooftops at Main Street USA on the new lighting system for the show. So, 
Yeah, and it's pretty cool. I, got, I wonder if some of the trees got taken down for that too, John. <laughs> uh, yeah, probably. First time at Magic Kingdom, nighttime show will extend from Cinderella's Castle to the end of Main Street USA with projections on the buildings. And all new hardware have been all new hardware has been installed throughout the Main Street USA to enable the projection. I mean, it really looks cool with that gold running down Main Street, and then this one with the lit buildings and all. But on the other hand, I I, I like Main Street just lit the way Main Street is, Johnny. I mean, they're yeah, going they're doing mapping on everything now. Yeah, yeah, the. Uh... That, that is going to be used everywhere. It's used on attractions. It's used for the nighttime shows. So, yeah, you're going to see it everywhere. I wonder when they're going to get on the buses, John. <laughs> Run around with this them on it. Yeah, maybe I'll just pull into Epcot, and there'll be a mapping thing. As I draw, yep. drive fast, that different characters will show up on the bus. So. Yeah. Uh, more str- more sweet treats return to Magic Kingdom as Big Top Souvenirs reopens with a full lineup of sweets. What the hell took that so long to open? I mean, that's the newest of all the shops. What took that one? I wonder. And it seems like it is the most open of all of them because it has, like, multiple entrance for air to go through. Like, I wonder what took this one so long to open, John. Maybe because they made the some of the treats there. I don't know. Uh, yeah. You know, you're, you're right. There's, like, what, four doors in that thing or yes. something? So, yeah. yeah. It was definitely the most ventilated out of all the – places but yeah just because they and i mean it has all kind of souvenirs and everything else in it so i mean i don't know and it's one of the newest of all the uh the souvenir shops of the stores i was just i was shocked it took this long for it to open but i'm glad it is open i like it i like meandering through there especially on a hot day it gives you another place to tuck your head in to cool off in yep absolutely uh behind the scenes look at kite tails coming to the magic kingdom I, I mean, I hope to God that Magic, I mean, Animal Kingdom, Kite Tales coming to Animal Kingdom. I hope to God that Animal Kingdom can finally hit on a nighttime show, don't you, John? No, I don't even, this isn't even nighttime, this is daytime. Yeah, I'm so. just saying any show besides oh, Tree of Life yeah, Awakens, yeah. I mean. But yeah, for having the best other shows, I mean, I think uh, uh, Finding Nemo and Festival of the Lion King yeah. are the best uh, best shows all on property, uh, but they cannot get a uh, sp- outdoor spectacular done, can they? No, it just, <laughs> no. it seems like they're... tried. Yeah, and it, it, it's like they keep shortening it, like they give up on it way too quick. Like, I think River of Lights, they gave up with the actors way too soon and, and cut it down. Like, they didn't even give it time to really grow, if you follow me. They just took away... They took away half the entertainment and still tried to do it, which makes no sense to me. Yeah, yeah, I don't, I don't know. It's, it's uh, uh, disappointing they can't get something out there. I mean, uh, what, what you said before, the Tree of Life Awakens is the best uh, nighttime thing they've had out there. Yeah, so. yeah, and and any of the like extra shows is like I call them. Disney has today shared a first look behind the scenes of Disney's Kite Tales coming soon to Disney's Animal Kingdom, opening October 2021. Part of the 50th anniversary celebration, daytime show will take place several times daily on Discovery Island Theater, the former home of River of Lights. Oversized props and kites are adorned with Disney Animal Friends and The Little Mermaid, A Bug's Life, Find a Nemo. Music will include original world beat arrangements of favorite Disney tunes. Watercraft will pull massive 30-foot long three-dimensional kites depicting familiar characters from the Lion King Jungle Book, including Baloo, Zazu, Simba, King Louie, Timon, and Pumbaa. 
Here is here for, here from the director Mark Refro and Lindsay Vrabe, technical director in the behind the scenes video prepared for Disney Kite Tales. So you can check that out on YouTube, guys. It's called you know in Disney's Animal Kingdom Disney Kite Tales. You can check it out. It looks interesting, John. Yeah, it'll be worth seeing, and it'll be uh, you know like we used to say the live music in Epcot. A lot of times you didn't stop and actually listen to it. It was just it's nice to have it in the background as you meander your way around, kind of like that. You know, maybe uh, maybe you see it one time, but then it'll be nice just to uh, have it going while you're doing something else and kind of seeing out of the corner of your eye type thing. So yeah, I mean maybe it'll give you something to do like the afternoon parade to go over there, but it'll yeah. be in a spot. Uh, Disney Park Experience and Product is looking for experienced park guests to apply for a chance to become 2022 planned Disney panelists. Should I try to get on this panel, John? <laughs> fail, 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 fail. Oh, you don't think they'd have sent me? Yeah, probably not. No, no, you'd, you'd give them two honest answers. Oh, I love the price increases, John. I love that the menus and the food cost me so much more. I love that I got to pay for a lightning pass. Who are you kidding, buddy? I love all that. I'm excited to pay more and get less, Johnny. Well, there you go. Well, see, now you, now you sound like you can get on it. Okay. Plan Disney is an online question and answer forum from Plan Disney Vacations. For more than 13 years, thousands of hope, hopeful candidates have pl- applied annually to become part of the diverse panel. It ain't a diverse panel, people. It's a butt kiss at Disney Fest <laughs> to help future guests plan their most magical Disney getaways. This year, the application window opens Thursday, September 9th at noon Eastern and runs through Tuesday, September 14th. 2021 at noon apply online at planddisneysearch.com formerly known as disney parks mom's panel plan disney launched in 2008 plan disney panelists are actual guests not cast members or disney representatives and they provide tips and recommendation based on their experience at disney's destination this is so much this is so much disney to see that it's tough to experience anything as in a single visit but what you have had trusted friends who have experienced everything already. Wouldn't it be great to get their advice, said Jerry M., one of the dads in the 2020 Moms panel. The magic of the planned Disney panel is collective experience and diverse background taken together. We just about done it all. And like your best friend, we want to see you enjoy it. How to apply application for a chance to get on the panel. It begins Thursday at 9 p.m. Eastern. Visit planddisneysearch.com. I, if I ain't doing my uh, reframing my basement there, John, I might try to get on this just for craps and giggles. I, I actually applied one time way back when, uh, before I worked out here. So, but uh, no, I, I didn't even make it past the first round. So, well, I think my enthusiasm might get me by, John. <laughs> think so. <laughs> well, speaking so, so I've got two interesting stories of. Uh, of people that could definitely use some advice that I ran into this week uh, from this uh, panelist, right? Mm-hmm. So the one family, I'm, I'm driving around Coronado Springs. I pick them up, and they say, and I'm going from Coronado to Disney Springs. I happen to be making that trip. And they get on the bus at, at uh, stop two, and they go to stop one, and they're getting off. And I'm, I'm like, well, folks, this isn't Disney Springs. And, oh, oh, this isn't Disney Springs? No, this is only, uh, I'm still at Coronado. And, well, is it quicker to walk? 
well, you can't walk from Coronado to Disney Springs. Well, there there was a woman at the Magic Kingdom that told us we could walk from Cor- No, you can walk from, from Saratoga, Saratoga to Springs. Disney Springs. Springs. <laughs> oh, oh, okay. So they got back on the bus, and we got about halfway to to Disney Springs, and the and I hear the mom tell tell her husband. Oh boy, we wouldn't have walked this far. <laughs> like, no one. <laughs> you might want to go with what the cast member is telling you instead of what you, uh, some random guest told you. I'm just saying. <laughs> but no, you cannot walk from Coronado Springs to uh, to Disney Springs. And then last night, I was at I left Magic Kingdom with a busload of people. We went to Pop Century. I dropped them all off. Uh, a gentleman got on my bus, and he was from. Uh, overseas somewhere, I'm not real sure where, but he had a very thick accent. I could understand what he was trying to say, but uh, he wanted to know where his car was. And I said, sir, I, I don't have any <laughs> idea where your, where your car is. I mean, this is a you, I, I would like to ask him, what do you think I am, the great kazoo? I mean, <laughs> teller of all? I mean, But but after, after I got the story out of him, he parked at the Magic Kingdom parking lot. Him and his family took the monorail to the Magic Kingdom from the TTC, and then when they left in the evening, somebody told him, well, there's buses that are quicker than waiting in line for the monorail. And oh, that's true. Uh, Lo- Load Zone 32 is uh, usually the uh, Mouse House line where we just run back and forth from Magic Kingdom to TTC. But that's the only bus that runs back and forth. Mm. Every other bus goes to a resort. And he just got on the Pop Century Resort <laughs> thinking that all of those buses were going to the Magic Kingdom parking lot. And he ended up at Pop Century looking for his car. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christmas. That's <laughs> a darn so shame. Yeah, and it's 11 o'clock at night, and he's like, well, how, how, do, how do I get back? Oh, all right, get on my bus. <laughs> I lugged him all the way back to TTC and dropped him off. So oh, if, if people wonder sometimes why uh, other routes are late and stuff, it's because I'm doing weird stuff like that. No, you know? God bless so, you, John, and God yeah. bless him. It's like, and don't you love, like, how many times have you stood in line? And, and like, when I'm with Brenda, she uh, keeps me in line, if you understand what I'm saying, Johnny. She saves me from being me a lot of times. <laughs> but, because I don't want to embarrass her, but, I, you know, I'm not, I, I don't get embarrassed easy. But there's nothing I hate more when you're standing in line and you hear somebody else telling somebody else something that they're thinking it's a matter of fact and it's so it couldn't be more wrong. No, Universal oh, is instead of Hollywood Studios. Yeah, it's Universal, John. You're, we're going to go to Universal. Yeah, Universal has Star Wars land. No, don't stop. <laughs> but how many? I've heard that. I am, and how many times? And you'll hear. Yeah, we're going to go to Disney tomorrow. Well, you're at Disney. What do you mean? No, the Magic Kingdom. You're trying to say, but the the way they'll talk about so many different things, like you're saying, John. It's like, and they tell people like they know. It's crazy, and I have to jump in at least. I bet you ten times a trip, I save somebody from doing what just happened to you, John. Yeah, I mean, and I hear it all the time on the buses, and and a lot of times I feel kind of uh, nosy because yeah. uh, you know maybe I shouldn't be eavesdropping on people's conversations. I can't help it. I'm driving, no. and you know if you're talking loud, I'm going to hear your conversation, and so then I'll get to a stop and I'll try to correct the information and stuff because yeah, there's some bad advice giving to uh, guests giving to other guests that's just bad, bad, bad stuff. You know, you, I hear a lot of uh, a lot of that, and actually I had one person ask me where uh, where the Hogwarts castle was. Yeah. Oh, well, so no. of course you did. <laughs> no, but I get the I get the Walt Disney or the Disney World one probably once a week. 
which bus takes me to Disney World? Yes. You're at Disney, Disney World. World. <laughs> where, where do you want to go? Magic you Kingdom? Go Magic Kingdom? <laughs> yep. My Aunt Audrey, I love her dearly, but every time she talks to me, she goes, yeah, if you've done – I love the Disney – I love Disney Park down there. I, I mean, I don't like the the studio one that much, but the Disney I, – I, I like going to Disney all the time. No, you're going to the Magic <laughs> Kingdom all the time, Aunt Audrey. Yeah, it's like crazy, but yeah, there's so much bad information going on, John. I I constantly, and then Brenda, what I, I feel bad for Brenda too, because with us doing this, we know so much. Like I told you a couple weeks ago, Donna tried to pull a trivia question on us from the magazine, and I got like I don't know, 12 out of 12 right, John. And they weren't easy questions if you follow me. They were the history of the parks, but. I stand there and we know so much and you hear all these people talking and I can't help myself sometimes, John, you know what I'm saying? You know, it's like, it, it, and it drives me nuts, but I can see Brenda rolling her eyes like, Oh God, here he is. He's going to go talk to somebody else. <laughs> he, he can't help himself. But nah, I can only imagine you on that bus, John, the stuff you hear. Like I get, <laughs> I get it when I book trips all the time. So we want to do, Star Wars Land, and then we want to go to Harry Potter, and and it's all at Disney, right? No, it's not. It's Universal. No, but they're next to each other. No, they're not. <laughs> Walking yeah. distance? No. No, no. Yeah. No. Yes, they are. Uh, no, they're not. You you sure? No, no, I'm not. I just do this for a living. I book people trips, you know. <laughs> but yeah, I get it all the time, John. Speaking of crazy guests, did you hear about this one? A fight breaks out on the ferry boat. I watched the video last night. <laughs> it was just ridiculous. Uh, and, and the thing is, uh, Doug, like I said earlier, the parks aren't even crowded. If you're getting in a fight right now at Walt Disney World, you don't even have the, the, the crowd to, to complain about. So you're just in a bad mood. And if you're the type of person that gets in fights easy, don't go to Disney in the first place. <laughs> I mean, there, there are crowds, there is heat, you know, and mm. there are there's other frustrated people. So it's just a bad combination. So if you get frustrated easy, just stay home. Yeah. Oh my God! These two look like a Sunny Liston going at it, John. And uh, yeah, it was, it was, yeah. It doesn't even really say what the what the fight began. No, it just and said it was a, women. Yeah, it was women. I mean, so. yeah, that's even worse. Cat fight. Yeah. Uh, fight broke out tonight at the Magic Kingdom on on the ferry boat, and there's video out there, and there's also it said. The incident took place at the Richard F. Irvine ferry boat. The incident is the second at the Magic Kingdom. Earlier today, earlier this evening, Tom Sawyer's Island was evacuated due to a suspicious possible armed person in the area. As always, I'm not laughing, it's scary laughter. As always, keep following news today to find out. But, dude, I... Tom Sawyer's Island had it. What, was somebody over there sleeping and they got woke up and they were upset? They're, that's their homestead? I mean, that's pretty scary, dude. Somebody, possible firearm over there? How the hell did that happen? Yeah, who knows? I I, I don't really see, uh, you know, possible, but it's crazy. uh, Unlikely. Well, who the hell knows, John? It's crazy. But that's funny to hear. Star Wars Galaxy's Edge Edge displays being moved from Walt Disney World. What is this? Present? Walt, removed from Walt Disney World's presence in Disney's Hollywood Studios. Oh, from Walt Disney World Presents. My bad. I was the screen was skipping as usual, but yeah, Star Wars Galaxy's Edge display the the model that they had that's being removed. I, I didn't get in there to see that last trip. I because with uh, Judith and Tommy were there and we meant to go through and then we end up meeting up with them again and I forgot to go back. 
Slacker, so. slacker, slacker. Yeah, slacker's right. New Haunted Mansion Petite Cake is nothing special at Amaretta's. It looks pretty cool, though, don't it, with the three ghosts in the car? Yeah, we have a Christmas ornament that looks almost exactly like that. So now, now it's a piece of cake, right? Yeah, and that would be one. Maybe if it don't taste good, you just freeze it in your freezer and keep it. <laughs> uh, and what else do we have, Johnny? Not much. Tom Sawyer's Island closed for suspicious person. There's another one that said new 50th anniversary raps debut for the Disney Skyliners. I bet that looks pretty cool. The the rap it shows your Minnie and Mickey on the bus here, John. Yay! Look at that. And It's a Small World continues to receive a colorful refurbishment at the Magic Kingdom. Uh, Remy Ratatouille merchandise is popping out. I wouldn't mind getting one of those cars, the, the little Ratmobiles, John. Yes, the, the the ones from the attraction now. Yep, that's what they look like. And I wish I was doing this. Repainting begins on the Frontierland Railroad Station. You know how happy Doug would be to be repainting that? Yeah, that would be pretty cool. Uh, every seat, sweet and safe, savory offering at Krebs the Paris restaurant. We got to go over that menu on one show, Johnny. Yeah, sounds good. Yeah, uh, you liked what you had. Oh yeah, absolutely. Have you seen this logo yet over at the Imagineers revealed at the Creation Shop? I'm just not no. feeling it. You got to look <laughs> at it. I'm just not feeling it, dude. Uh, they, we got ceiling leaks also at Living with the Land Pavilion, John, I think. Uh, ceiling leak being fixed and more refurbishment work at Disney's Contemporary Resort. I thought it was the way it was at the top of the, the landing there. It looked like the the uh, the escalator that goes down at the land. You follow me? It almost looks identical, but here the Contemporary Resort has some roof leaks, John. Oh, nice. Uh, so A just add that, yeah, add that to the list of uh, refurbishment going on there. But that's about it, Johnny. I'm excited about our football league again. Like I was saying, I'm looking forward to uh, having another good season. I'm still mad at Pat, just so you know. Yeah, he's still your player. Yeah. Uh, Frontier Railroad Station being restained at Magic Kingdom. So the other one's being restained. Uh, new dock and metal frameworks in in place for Disney's Kite Tales. So they're putting even new uh, docks inside the river, the old River of Lights Theater, John. So, okay. Did you uh, you like? Have you have any interest in that new Shanghai movie coming out for Marvel? I, to, to be honest, I haven't even seen the uh, uh, previews or anything, so I, I probably need to go watch a trailer so I can have an opinion on it. But yeah, I've seen some uh, just a little ad for it, but actually not really watched the trailer or anything, so I have no idea. Uh, maybe that'd be a great way to watch a movie. Maybe if I just popped it on sometime and watched it without having any idea what it was about. Yeah. So, I don't know. Well, it said it did. Uh, it pulled in around 50 million. It broke a record. It still has a day left. So the first two days of the weekend. So it's doing really well. Yes, I'm so, uh, It said the film has debuted uh, with 71.4 million earned in its opening weekend. If you if you combine the digital downloads. So. Uh, Star. Have you a trailer release for Star Wars: Tales from the Galaxy's Edge? Have you uh, seen anything about that, John? No, I have not. That video trailer. Yes, video trailer release for Star Wars: Tales of the Galaxy's Edge Last Call virtual reality game. So, Star Tales, Star Wars: Tales from Galaxy's Edge Last Call is a virtual reality game coming to a Quest on September 
15th and a trailer is now available. The game is the sequel to last year's Star Wars Tales from Galaxy's Edge, which saw the return of Frank Oz as Yoda. So I guess this is down at the Springs, right, John? I guess. Uh, I know they had that, that uh, simulation thing there at one time, but I thought that was still closed. So I really don't know anything about this. Okay. And it needs in need of assistant Doc Onder, Corey Ross, hires you to recover an ancient artifact navigating new environments like uh, Sar Devine's Chasm and the Caverns on the Moon. Watch out for pirates and new threats, solving puzzles and using a droid to repair tech tools to get yourself out of tight situation. Read the official description for the upcoming game. There's a video out there. Based on the lands at Disneyland and Disney Hollywood Studios, the game let you let you continue your Black Spire Outpost adventure long after you return from Batu. Batu, will you play Star Wars: Tales of the Galaxy's Edge: Last Call after it is released later this month? Let us know for comments. Is this going to be a video game? Yeah, it sounds like it's a video yeah. game that they said long after. So I yeah. assume that's a game you play at the house. Yeah, so, well, you and JJ. Either that or it's a mobile gaming that you play yeah. on your phone or something. Yeah, I, it is insane where you get it here, so I'll have to watch the trailer for it on YouTube. So, on the YouTube, go watch Star Wars Tales from Galaxy's Edge. Maybe something you and JJ can do, John. Yeah, yeah, it sounds like it. And I like the idea, though, of uh, integrating lands and giving you backstories in the lands and stuff like that. That's what, I mean, one of the cool things, or at least I thought it was, a lot of people hated doing it over at Pirates, but was the... The uh, the little game that we had there, the interactive game where you took the map around and, and followed the clues to to uh, see the different interactive elements out there. So I always enjoyed it. A lot of people hated doing that part, but yeah, I liked it. So it was cool. Uh, this is very sad. I'm going to let you go, John, in a minute. Why no official closure date for Splash Mountain has been announced at the Magic Kingdom. It seems one of its characters is always already losing his representation at the parks. They removed. Br'er Rabbit statue has been removed from the park hub where a number of Disney ha- characters have been immortalized. So he can't even be immortalized at the hub now, John. All right, well, so so this is interesting, Doug, in the way that maybe this site and other ones decided to, to, uh, to tell the story. Because instead of saying that all of those statues have been removed because they're putting the gold statues in place of them, Mm-hmm. They decided to pick out the one that they knew was going to cause the controversy. There, there you go, John. So I'm glad you cleared this up. Yep, uh, and that and that that was reported uh, by one of my uh, one of my uh, uh, friends on Facebook. Uh, she she went and said, "Yeah, they removed Brer Rabbit, but they removed all of this." Now, now you're right, John. Now that you're showing the pictures, yeah, and in the article here, it's talking about racism. The racist yep. statue. I mean, and come on, it, people. It's it's it's, it's a it's a move by. I, I don't like this site anyway. I mean, they, they do yeah. nothing but try to get cast members in trouble. Yeah. Um, re- repeatedly, they're the ones that uh, took the pictures of uh, the Jungle Cruise skippers with backpacks on and made a big deal about it. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, you can. It was purposely written like that just to upset people into into uh, uh, you know troll bait. So, yeah. Well, it's yeah. the same way that you know. Uh, the Republican newscast and the Democratic newscast yep. spin every goddamn story to be their own agenda. 
yeah, instead of the instead actual of, truth. Yeah, instead of instead of just stating the facts, they have to look for the something that they know is going to to See, hit somebody's nerve. The better so. way of writing this is is all the statues were removed. And we, <laughs> uh, no, and yes. and we yeah. hope. Even though Splash Mountain is being changed, hopefully Br'er Rabbit will return. Now is that yeah. now now you could say that. Hopefully we don't lose him. Am I right, John? Yes, exactly. But just don't but, flat out and but, say he was removed because of racism. Yep. But no, the way they did it was purposely to try to try to to instigate. They, yeah. All they're trying to do is instigate trouble between yeah, well, uh, readers. That's so. 99% of the news anymore, John. To, yep. to, for their political agenda is how they instigate the news. Yep. So. I don't know. I don't know. But anywho, John, I'm going to let you go get something to eat, buddy. Please, guys, everybody would be kind to one another. Say prayers for everybody that was involved in this hurricane that lost their houses and lives and their families. And, and again, guys, please uh, say prayers for the 13 lost soldiers and all the and all the innocent people that lost their lives over there in Afghanistan. So say prayers for everybody. It's and some sad times lately, but be strong. Be kind to one another, and we will talk to you soon. Does that sound right, John? That sounds right. And uh, come see me on the buses. Look for me on the 50th anniversary one. Yeah, John, every time I see a bus on YouTube, I'm looking for you, buddy. <laughs> I'm not even kidding. Me and Brenda were watching this girl that got a free trip over at Saratoga Springs because somebody gave her the DVC points, and she's getting ready to hop on the bus, and me and Brenda are like, I hope it's John. <laughs> so, no, no, unlikely. So uh, one of these days, Johnny. Even yep. if we had to film you ourselves to get you on YouTube, buddy. There you go. <laughs> All right, my friend. Everybody be kind to one another. Talk to you real soon. Say goodbye, John. Bye-bye, folks. Have a great week. Bye. That's it, guys. We're going to hop off our stools and pay our tabs and get on out of here. If you guys could, could you please head over to iTunes if you enjoy the show and leave us a review. We'd really appreciate it. Even if you don't, we'd really appreciate it. Also, you can head over to Twitter and find John at Beer Solo. You can find me at Grumpy6767. You can find us both at WDW Main Street on Twitter and Facebook. Also, head over to Podbeam and check out WDW Main Street and you can find all our sponsors there. Everybody be kind to one another. We will talk to you real soon. Bye, guys.